0: Okay, good morning everybody. Today's DAF is Bobakama DAF Tzadi. We left off on DAF Pei We are about uh, 13 lines from the end of the page. Last word on the line is Lema. Lema Takanas Usha Tanayihi. Today's year is sponsored by Dr. David Lander and honor his wife and children, the Lanishmas' mother, Golda Basimchala Shalom, also by Daniel Sadian for the success of Cloud role in these times. And for atzlacha, for our soldiers and our captives, and also for Rufo for, for Hayal, Ido Ben Inbal, who is in great need of Rachanim, from Hashem. for Sharcho We thank all of the sponsors very, very much for these sponsorships. So the first thing we're going to talk about in today's daf is what happens when you have... Avde Nechsei Melug. You have Nechsei Melug, but in the form of an Eved. So there is generally a halacha that when you knock out the tooth or an eye of an Eved, if the owner of the Eved knocks out the tooth or the eye of an Eved, then the Eved goes free. So who is the owner when it's avde Nechsei Melug? So we're going to have several ways to explain a stira in Brysos or a machlokas, uh, rather in a uh, in 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 Brysos. So uh, we have four ways of explaining that uh, that machlokas. One of them relates to whether kinyan peiros is kinyan agufdami or not kinyan which is the topic that we've been discussing. Then the gemara is going to have four different opinions about which. Adon has the din of Yom O Yomayim. Yom O Yomayim is a kula. Normally, if a person kills an Eved kanani it's going to be Chayv Misa. But there's a din that if he doesn't die immediately, but it takes 24 hours for the person to drop dead, then the Adon is going to be putter. So which Adon has the din of Yom O Yomayim when a person sells his Eved, but maintains the rights to the next 30 days of service? So I'm selling you the Eved as of today, but for the next 30 days I still get to keep him. So is it uh, the person who's actually... Uh, in his service that uh, that has a din of Yoma yomaim, or the person who's the uh, on the books, the owner of this Evet that has a din of Yoma yomaim. So the Gemara is going to have four different opinions about that, and that conversation is going to bring us all the way to the Mishnah on the bottom of Amud Aleph, and the Mishnah is going to talk about assessing boshes payments both for different types of humiliation that one brings upon another person, as well as for different types of people. Meaning, is there a different assessment depending on who you embarrass? Then the Gemara is going to try to figure out when we give certain amounts of money that you pay for Boshas, what type of currency we're talking about? And in trying to answer that question, the Gemara is going to tell a story which uh, opens up a whole discussion of aid Nasa Dayan, whether a person who witnesses an event can also serve as a Dayan on that very event. And that's going to bring us all the way to the uh, two dots on the bottom of uh, Ahmed base. So let's begin. 13 lines on the bottom of the page. daf Petas Amit So again, there is a Din that... Uh, Never Kanani that uh, that an ado knocks out his tooth or blinds his eye. The ever Kanani is yotze l'chirus. It's psukim in the Torah. So uh, the next week's parsha. So the brisa is gonna that that that, uh, that is going to discuss what about avde nichse malug. A woman brings in nichse malug in the form of avadim. Who is the adon as far as shein vaayin is concerned? So says Gemara lema takana susha. Maybe the takana susha that we've been referring to—that if a woman sells her nuchse Malug while her husband is still alive, and then she predeceases the husband, that the husband can take those nuchse Malug away from the lukuchos—that her sale is not going to be binding. So maybe that that takana is tanoihi is really subject to machlokas ditani ditanichado because we have one bracelet that says that avde Malug and kanani that the woman brings in as Nichsei Malug to the marriage, where she owns the guf of the Eved, but the peros of the Eved belongs to the husband, Yotzin B'Sheyn va'ayin Lisha Avala Lish that, uh, that one Bryce says that the woman is the owner, as far as Shane va'ayin is concerned, so if she knocks out the Eved's eye, the Eved's tooth, the Eved goes free, but if he knocks out the Eved's eye, the Eved's tooth, the Eved does not go free, because he is not the owner of the guf HaEved, he's considered like a stranger, he is not the owner of the Eved, but then we have another price that tells us that there simply is not a din of Sheinva'ayin for this Evan because there's no one that's really the full owner of the Evan. The woman only has a Kinyan Aguf, the, God, the husband only has a kinyan, hape, a kinyan Peros, and therefore neither of them have a din of Sheinva'ayin. So the Gemara tries to explain okay, what is the Nukud the Samachlokas? Why is it that one brisa holds that the woman has a din of Sheinva'ayin on Abdi Maluk, and the other Brysa holds that, the, uh, that neither of them has a din of Sheinva'ayin? So explanation number one is it could be that everyone is assuming that Kinyar Peros, if someone only has a Kidney Peros, that is not considered to be a bylum on the actual item itself. So the bylus of the man in this case does not take away from the genuine bylus that the woman has. And yet the second price is still gonna say that the evidence does not go free with the isha. Why? My because maybe they're arguing about the following demand the isha, the first price. Said says that the woman has the Din of Shein Lesley Less late, just follows the regular Din, that the woman is the Bailim on the Kinyin the, the husband is the Bailim of the Kinyin Mamun, of the Kinyin Peros. kinyan Peros is not Kinyin So the woman is the real owner, and therefore there's nothing that the Adon has that's going to be able to take away the woman's genuine ownership, so she is going to be uh, able to be Musha of the Vaain, but a mandi Amar, but the tan of the second price, it says <laughs> neither one has a din of Shain Vain, lowly the ish below the isha. Isle Takanosusha is simply holding of Takanosusha, that when a woman sells her Niksemulug, the sale is not fully binding. So, isn't that, and, and therefore, the husband, after the woman dies, will be able to take it away from the Lukuchos. So, you see clearly that even though the husband on a Dal Reisa level only has a Kenyan Peros and Kenyan Peros is not really anything, it's not Kenyan Aguf, but there's a special Takonomi that strengthens the husband's position over here oh, so if his position is strengthened uh, enough, it could be that it takes away from her level of bilus, and, and the greatest raya that it takes away from her level of bilus, is she's not enough of a bilum to affect a mechira to be able to sell it, so that must be the machlokas between the brises. the bryasas that assumes that the woman has the full uh, rights of shen v'ayin holds prior to, the, uh, holds, uh, not like takonazusha, just the regular din that she has the kinyinaguf, so she has the shen and the that says, neither of them has shen holds of the takonazusha and once you have a susha, that takes away a little bit of her bilus, and therefore neither of them have a din of shaynva'ayin. So that's explanation number one of the machlokas and the brises. So says Marlo, it could be that that is an incorrect explanation. Maybe everyone holds of takanah susha that a woman is not authorized to sell her niksem because the chachamim have uh, empowered the husband that after the woman dies, he can take away, take back that niksem from any lukuchos. So, and everyone Maybe agrees. Kenyan peros is not kikinin aguf, and therefore uh, Ella. What is the machlokas? Kan kodim takana. Very simply, the two brises. One, the first b'rises is talking about prior to takana susha, where the Zhus of the Baal in the nissey melug was like any other Kinyin, uh, any other run of the mill kinyan peros, and kinyan peros is lav kinyan Aguth, So only the woman has the rights of shein Ayin, Whereas the second brise that says that neither of them has the din of shein Ayin is talking about after the chachamim are already mechazik the husband's position in the nissey melug, and therefore it's considered as if the husband has. Some level of kinyanaguf, and that level of kinyanaguf is enough to take away from the woman's ownership so that neither of them have a din of Shein va'ayin, a third possibility. It could be that both prices to- uh, agree that there is a takana susha, so not like the first way of understanding the machlokas. Both prices are talking about after the takana susha was ready made, so not like the second way of understanding the machlokas the amar, the Isha the My time, the first price that says that the woman has a din of shame, but not the husband. W- w- why? After all, once there's a takara Susha don't you see that the husband's uh, kokhas, the, hus- the husband's uh, rights in this event have been strengthened? It seems like rava that if let's say there's a Shibud of Nechassim uh, that the Lovah has to the Malva so sometimes that Shibud disappears if hegdish uh, that the Lovah was Meshavit uh, was, was, uh, to the Malva uh, he was Meshavit his shore to collect that Chov and then you're Maktish that shore, the Lovah's Maktish that shore, the Mezbeach, the Shibud on that shore goes away, he's not going to be able to collect from that shore any, anymore, if Nachri uh, uh, lent money to, uh, to a Jew and he was Mashabi to the Jew, for uh, for payment of his chov, but he didn't uh, he he didn't leave it by the nachri as a as a mashkon, and then Pesach comes, and that chametz becomes. Asr so that shibud and the chametz disappears, and the same with shichur eved kanani. If you're m'shabeed kanani to the malva for collection of the chov, and then the love is Meshachar, that eved, so the eved becomes a, a a Jew when you're m'shachrer kanani has kedushas yisrael. So Mele, there's not going to be any shibud on the, the evad anymore. So all those things are mafkin with the shibur, and therefore the Malda has to collect his chov from somewhere from somewhere else. So over here also by avde melug, yeah, the eved is Meshub, to the husband as far as the Achilles Peros are concerned, but as soon as the woman knocks out the Evet's tooth or blinds the Evet's eye, so it's as if the woman wrote a shikhr on the Evet, and shikhr is Mavkiah Midei Shibud, so essentially the way we look at the Kenyan Peros of the husband is that that's a Shibud, and uh, there's a way to make a Shibud disappear, the way to make a Shibud disappear is by being Meshachar, the Evet, so the woman knocking out the tooth or blinding the eye is therefore uh, mafkiya. that Shibud, he takes away that Shibud of the right to uh, to to the kenyan payros that the husband otherwise had uh, otherwise has. Now the reason these three these three things are mafkiemide shibud, Rashi explains, because uh, they're not literally owned by the Malva, it's only Meshubad to pay the Chov that is owed to him. So memela the Kadusha of Hagdish or the Isra of Hamish or the Shukra of the Evet is going to be Mafkiya, that chhus. Tosus explains that Rav says this din, this is Rav Lishitaso because Rav M'sachim holds that a malveh is only gove his chov mikanu lahaba meaning at the time of the gvia hachov we do not say it's huvar dover Freya that from the very time of the loan this object already belonged to him. No, it did not belong to him at the time of the loan. From the moment that he actually collects it belongs to him. But, uh, but we don't assume that, 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 that it belonged to him at the time of the loan. So Mela calls man that the uh, that that, uh, that that it still belongs to the that There is room for Hegdish chamitz or shichur to be chal, uh, and therefore take away the malvez rights to it. So says the gemara. But wait, lema rava tanaihi? Wait, do you mean lema to rava tanaihi? Do you mean to tell me that rava uh, statement of hagdesh chamitz shichur and de Shibun is really subject to machlokas tanaim because only the first price I held that in evidence yotzei b'shein va'ayin as a result of the woman doing the shein va'ayin. Because the shikher is mafkia the shibud of the husband, but the second Brisa said neither the woman nor the man is able to be uh, multi the eved with shein v'ayin. But what happened to Rava? What happened to Rava saying that uh, that, that, that is mafkia miday shibud? Shouldn't everyone agree? To, shouldn't Rava be speaking within all the tanaim? So says Marlot well, all the tanaim agree to Rava's principle that shikher is mafkia miday shibud. It could be that this is a super shibud. That normally, when you're when there's a shibud that uh, you know a guy borrowed money from someone, so he owes him money. That kind of shibud that you have shichur is That kind of shibud. But over here, there is a special takanas usha of a shibud. There is a really powerful shibud where we uh, strengthen the shibud of the husband to the point where he becomes like a quasi-owner of the of, of, of the evad, and therefore the uh, the shichur is not going to be Mafkiya that that shibud. And Tosefus points out, and obviously the Tanah of the first price holds that they were not mechazik the shibud of the husband to such an extent where it becomes this super-powered shibud. It's just a regular shibud, and therefore shikhr is mafkia mi de shibud. Some explains that the Nukudas HaMachlokas is when the Chacham is, is, is that which the Chacham of the Baal, uh, uh, like a Lokeach of an Isha, like a Lokeach of the Nixi of, of the Isha, and that's why he's able he, what did we say, what was the Lashon Tachon He becomes like a Lokeach Rishon that even though the woman had uh, sold the property, the Nixi someone else, the husband gets to take it. Why? Because he bought it first. He's like a Lokeach who had purchased it first. So that's only La'achamisa, but to, but maybe Bechayeha, there considered to be hers and it's Yotzei B'Shein va'ayin, or do we say that no the, the, the fact that we make him like a lokeach Rishon is already B'chayeha and therefore it's not Yotzei B'Shein va'ayin uh, on, on her account on account of her uh, being motzi the Shein uh, or, or being, uh, being Mapil the or the Ayin ok so now we have a fourth explanation of what these brises are arguing about so again one brise that says that only the woman has a din of Shein va'ayin on Avdei Malug and the other brise that says neither of them have a din of Shein va'ayin. The Ba'isei V'adukul tanoi That maybe uh, both of the brayzos do not agree with takanasusha. The husband cannot be motzi Lukuchos when the woman sells her nuchseim Malug. All the husband has is a kinyan peros, and that's it. kinyan And that's good cool for the machlokas. They're arguing whether kinyan peros is k'kinyan guftami. The first brayzo says, says that the isha can be m'shachar the avud the va'ain. Holds that the Baal's Kinyan Peros is a zero. It doesn't mean anything, and therefore the woman is the real owner. Whereas the second price that says neither of them can be Motzakashayn Va'ayin thinks that the Baal's Kinyan Peros is substantial enough that, uh, that neither of them is really the full owner because they both have certain rights in the event. Okay, so that is the end of that discussion. So again, we had a a, a machlokas and brayzos, what seemed like a machlokas and Braisos, Whether uh, whether the Isha is is, is the the avdei meluk b'shem va'ayin, or neither is m'shachar b'shem va'ayin, and we had four explanations of that uh, of of that of that machlokas. That, uh, that, that uh, the, the, uh, one explanation is whether they held of the Takana or not. The other explanation is that the uh, second explanation was whether the Bryson was stated before Takana or after Takana The third explanation is whether you hold of Rava, Hektish Chamitz Vashikhar Mavkian, Midei Shibud, whether Rava's din applies to even such a strong Shibud, like a Shibud that comes about as a result of a Takana. And the fourth explanation is simply they're arguing whether Kirin Peros or not. So now we move on to another discussion. Halacha is if a person kills an Ebed kanani, he's Chayiv Misa like, just like killing a Jewish person. But when it comes to an Adon who strikes an Evit kanani, there is a special din called Yom O Yomayim that if the person does not die, if the Ebed does not die immediately from the blow, but rather it happens Yom O Yomayim later, he's put from Misa. Again, psukim in the Torah Yadon, so the, uh, the 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 Rabbi What do you mean Yom O Yomayim? How much time has to pass in order for the guy to for the other to get off the hook and not Misa? It means Yom. That's Ki Yomayim, and Yomayim that's Ki Yom, which means twenty four hours. Why is that a Yom that's Ki Yomayim? So twenty four hours is pretty much the definition of a day. But any twenty four hour period always straddles two days pretty much, right, so it's always going to straddle two days, so that's a yom, that's ki yomayim. so that's, uh, that's what, what it is, so it's 24 hours later the guy dies, then the, uh, the Adon does not have to pay, so the Gemara brings a brysa, where there's a machlokas tanoim that might relate to kinyan peros. the Gemara says, according to the last explanation of the machlokas of breisas, so he said the brysos were arguing about Kenyan peros, and maybe that's the same machlokas as we have in the following acher. if a person sells his advocacy to someone else. Upasakimo and he makes this part of the deal. That I get to maintain this eved service for the next thirty days. So who is called the master of this eved? The din of Yom Yomaim. Who has this special patur? Remember, Yom Yoma Yomaim is a patur because normally a person kills an eved. He's chayv misa. So which of the masters has the patur of Yom Yomaim? Is it the original owner who's still maintaining the service for the next thirty days? So during this thirty day window, he has the patur of Yom Yoma Yomaim, or is it the person who, on the books, has the title to the eved right now? Uh, and, and therefore, he has the did of Yom of Yom Yomayim. The Arizal points out that the Bryce is not talking about a case where it was a mechira al Tanai, that I'm selling it to al Tanai that he's still going to work for me for thirty days, like the paschas of the lashon sounds like. Because if that were the case, then if the uh, if the drops dead within thirty days, the tenai was not fulfilled, the sale was never valid, and it's obvious that the first owner is still the is still the owner because it would invalidate the entire sale. No, it's not a Tanay, it's a shiur. That uh, a, a shiur meaning I'm. I'm leaving something over in the Mechira. I'm selling you this Eved, but I am keeping for myself 30 days of service. So it's not a tenai in the sale, it's just what I'm selling you. I'm selling you this Eved while maintaining the next 30 days of service for myself. So what's the halach? That it's the original owner that has the din of Yom Ayim because he still has practical control over this Eved. Because... He has the Kenyan Peros, and having Kenyan Peros is considered the real Kenyan Aguf, and therefore he's considered the owner. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Shani B'Din yomaim. No, it is the new master, the Lokeach, that is the Din of Kaspo, yom because he has title to the event He's the one that actually is the uh, financial owner of the event So Kasabar kinyan Peros he's clearly assuming that the fact that the original owner for these 30 days still has the Kenyan Peros is irrelevant, because Kind of payrolls doesn't mean anything, a third opinion. Rabbi Rabyosiomer Shneyam Yeshnon Bedin Yoma Yomaim. They both have this special kula of Yoma Yomaim. How could they both have? They both have a din of an Adon. They each have something about their relationship with the zevid. One of them has Tachtav, that the Evid works for him, and the other one is Kaspo, that he's the actual uh, owner of the Evid. So, Masav Kalei, Peros, Guftami, Ilav Kinyin Guftami. must be the Rabbi Yossi. He's not sure which one of those is the dominant uh, consideration, meaning what really makes you the Adon. Is the kinyan Peros what really makes you the Adon? Or is the Kinyin guft? I'm not sure. So. I'm certainly not going to kill either of these guys if they, uh, if they have this Yom uh, yomayomayim this, uh, circumstance because if I have a i I'm not sure if, uh, if the Adon is Chayev Misa or not Chaiv Misa meaning let's say the original owner uh, strikes the evad within that 30 day window and he dies 24 hours later so I, I don't know if the original owner is considered the real owner and therefore he's Pater from Misa or if he's not considered the owner and therefore he's Chaiv Misa I can't kill him if I don't know same if the new owner does it. I don't know if he's considered the real owner or not, so I can't kill him if I don't know. Sufik nefashos is logical That's that's derived from vitzilu the Eta. and then a fourth shita. So uh, so every logical possibility is a shita over here, right? One logical possibility is that it's the first owner. One logical possibility is that it's the second owner. One logical possibility is that it's neither, and the other logical possibility is that it's both right, Reb Lazar, Omer, uh, uh, I'm sorry, the, the, both is what we just said, and, and neither is the other possibility. Reb Lazar, Omer, is a, a discussion whether the gears over here should be Rabbi Eliezer or Rabbi El-Azar, but let's just read it the way we have it. Rabbi Eliezer, Omer, bedin yom o Neither of them have a din of yom yomaim. Z- meaning, if either one of them uh, has a, a yom yomaim circumstance with this heaven, we're going to kill that Adon. Either one. Zel the uh, lokeach doesn't have a din of yom Yomayim because he doesn't control the eved, vizel ifi kaspo, and the original owner doesn't have a din of yom yomayim because he doesn't own the eved anymore. He had sold him. Some of my time is Rabbi Eliezer. Wait, Rabbi Eliezer's doesn't really make sense because uh, if you're not sure uh, what the dominant uh, consideration is, whether tachtav or kaspo is what really defines Bailas when it comes to yom yomayim, how do you kill somebody based on not being sure, right? So the amar <coughs> Ki kaspu u The basis of Rabbi Eliezer is that the drasha from the pasuk is that uh, that the definition of Kaspo is kaspu miyuchado, and since in these thirty days. Um, the mocher is able to be the Eved the is not considered to be miyuchad uh, to the lokech and therefore it's, it, 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 the avid, there is just no uh, hetar of Yom ayamayim, meaning the whole chiddush of Yom HaYomayim, that someone's going to kill an Eved and not get killed, is only when you have a kind of Eved who you can clearly identify as kaspa miyuchad and if you don't have an Eved that you can identify as Kaspa miyuchad then you just throw away the whole chiddush of Yom HaYomayim, the whole din doesn't apply, and what happens when the din doesn't apply, if someone kills someone Somebody else, or Misa. So that's why either Adon is going to be Chayiv Misa. So Azla. So now that we know all these four Shitos, says Gemara Which Shita is followed in the following in the following statement? If a man and woman. Together sell nixay malug that the woman had brought into the marriage. Lo asu velo klub... The Mekach is not Khal at all because neither of them has a full kinyan in the nixay malug. The baal only has a kinyan payros. He does not own the Guf... and the isha only has a kinyan Aguf... but does not own the payros. So since the mechira is nachal, when one of them dies, the other one can take the uh, property back from the Lukuchos. So come on, who is the shita that's being followed? That's Rabbi Eliezer. That's like the shita of Rabbi Eliezer that holds that in order to be Meshach or Kanani. Both the, the, the you need the evet to be miyuchad to a particular adon. So so too, when it comes to selling the chasim, you need the chasim to belong to a particular bailim in order for the, for the sale to be binding. And not that there's a split between the kinyan peiros and kinyan If there's a split, then no one's the real owner and no one is authorized to sell. So now the gemara says brings another price as far as freeing an evet and tries to attach it to one of our four shitos. Man tan Who is the tanal that taught? din in the B'risa, Misha, Chatz Yoav and Ben Chorin. If someone's, let's say Chatz uh, Yavad and Ben Chorin, meaning uh, the uh, someone gave his Eved to, to uh, the the, the Eved gives uh, his, the, the Adon uh, his, half his value in order to be kona himself from that Adon, and the Adon can no longer be mishabid him, but uh, he did, the Adon didn't give him a Get Shichur yet, not half his value, he paid his whole value but the Adon had not yet given him the official Shtar so this is a little different than the typical Chatz Yav and where it's two owners and one of them freedom and the other one didn't. There's one owner, Evet paid his entire value to buy out his avdus and the owner had not yet given a to the, uh, a to to the uh, to to the evet so uh, so v'chein evet shall shnei shutafin and then we have the second case that would, that uh, you have an evet that belongs to two shutfin, one of them has a kinyan aguf and the other one has a kinyan peiros in the evet so ain yotz in brashayevarim shenuchosrin so the evet does not go lucherus when uh, when you knock out his tooth or his or his eye amri mordechai ravashi hachi amri mishmede ravav rabbi eliazar he who is that going like that's going like rabbi eliazar after all lo amar rabbi I'm going to Avdo hamiyuchadlo. Doesn't Rabbi Eliezer say when it comes to the din of Yom yoma yomaim that the din is only operative when it's a full ownership, when it's really the evidence kaspo miyuchadlo, when you are the sole and only owner? So, so too over here, when it comes to rashiavaram, the din of rashiavaram of, of being of, of shen viayin, it's only going to apply where it says vchiyaki saying avdo that it's avdo hamiyuchadlo that it has to the evidence has to belong exclusively to the adon that did the chavala, and these avadim are not miyuchad to. Uh, uh, to, to, to a single Adon, because someone who is Chatsi uh, Ben Chorin is only uh, the, the Adon only has a Kinyan He doesn't have a Kenyan Mammon anymore because he already paid his way out of the Kenyan Mamon, and uh, so the Peros belong to to himself and the Eved of Shnei Shutvim. One of them is Kinyan Guf, and the other one is Kinyan Peros, and therefore neither of them has exclusive rights to the Evid. So therefore, the holding of, of, uh, of uh, Rosh Evarem is not going to apply. Period. So that's the end of that discussion. So now the Mishnah moves on to a discussion about Boshes. Two days in Rashi, what this means. But let's say here someone shouts in someone else's ear and it frightens a person and causes him to jump and uh, you know react in an extremely embarrassing way. So you pay him a sellah for the boshes that you uh, cause the fellow. That you pay 100 zuz, which is 25 slot him. Sitaro, if you slap him, which causes him greater boshes, then you pay messayim zuz. If you slap him with the Back of your hand notice, no, Arbame, so that's even more embarrassing and then you give 400 what does mean? means so Rashi says it means you yank at his ear you pull at his ear but then Rashi points out that in Bechoros it says it's a mashma that it's a lot of that like you cut off part of the ear so the Me'iri and and say it means Yechatach Ma'at ozno. Not just that you pull his ear, but you cut off a piece of the of the person's ear, or talash pisa'aro, or you pull a, at his hair, rakak Vi baroka. You spit on the guy, and it 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 it, it gets to him. Have your taliso mimeno. You pull off his uh, his, his talis. Hara roshi isha a man uncovers a woman's hair in public. no So the embarrassment payment that you have to pay is four hundred zuz. So the Chaim explains why is it that the Chacham are so machmir about more so than other things. Other th- so he explains because other things are pogeah in the goof of the person, whereas boshes is pogeah in the neshama of the person. That the neshama feels the boshes. It's a much deeper feeling, and it's not only a physical thing, and therefore. For we're going to take much more seriously. That's why the Gemara says in Sanhedrin that in that Rahman al That if you do an embarrassing thing to, to your friend, you slap him across the face, it's like you did that to the al Rachmanotzlan. You don't say that about other nezikin. We only say that about that which causes embarrassment because it's the Chelak It's the neshama that a person is uh, is impacting when they uh, when they cause another person embarrassment. zaklal But when it comes to assessing Bosh Says, says the Tanav of the Mishnah, it really depends who the victim is, that if it's a very person, so you're going to pay more because the Bosh that he suffers is much greater. But if it's a less person, you pay less. So Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva says no, even if the person is the poorest person in the Jewish uh, nation, we view them as if they are wealthy, respected uh, people who have lost, uh, who have just been down on their luck uh, and, and therefore they have a sense of dignity because even if a person may be poor right now he comes from royalty, he comes from Avram, Mitzvah, and and therefore he has a certain sense of, uh, of dignity so uh, therefore you pay a high amount and there was a story once where a man uncovered a woman's hair in the, uh, in the Shuk. So Basel, from Rabbi Akiva, the woman came to Rabbi Akiva to be tovea, a boshes payment. The guy embarrassed me, he owes me money. V'chiva la arba and he was mechaif, the man to pay 400 Zuz, which is what we said in the Mishnah, right? We said that if you're part of Roshi, you, shuk, you pay. Arba so armelo the mevayesh, the, 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 the guy who, who perpetrated this crime, said to uh, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi, uh give me some time before you determine that I have to pay four hundred zuz. Meaning, he wanted an opportunity to demonstrate that this woman is not a dignified person, and if she's not a dignified person, how badly could her bo- how bad could her bochus have been? So, Nuslanlizman said, "Okay, you could uh, have a little bit of time uh, to show that she's a shota or something like that." So, Shamra, the man, uh, lied in wait to see when you know w- w- what would happen. So he waited outside of her house until he saw that Omedes Alpesa Chaserah that She was standing by the doorway of her chazer, and then right away he breaks a, a barrel of wine in front of her, uh, of oil in front of her. There's a certain uh, amount of shemen in that barrel, um, you know, that cost an isar. So when uh, the woman sees that, uh, uh, she she's so cheap that a little isar of shemen, she doesn't want to go to waste. So Gilsa es Rosha, she uncovered her hair, she had some sort of turban on her hair, she took it off, and she just started wiping up the oil with her hand and rubbing it in her hair in order to preserve the oil uh, by by uh, by absorbing it into her hair. So Hamad him so the, guys, the guy got Adem to watch this, uh, that uh, this is the way this woman behaves. And now the Adem were able to be made in front of Rebbe Akiva. This woman has no sense of dignity. She uncovered her own hair. For what? For an Isar of Shemit? I'm going to have to pay 400 pesos for uncovering this woman's hair. You know what she's willing to uncover her hair for in public? Uh, one Isar she's willing to uncover her hair for in public. So I'm lo- I need this is a woman I gotta pay uh, for I have to pay four hundred to <laughs> her bosha is not worth 400 zos. And Imre Shefer, he wonders, he says, I, What kind of time is it? She did it in her chatzah. She didn't do it in Rosh Hashanah. He was mevayish her and Rosh Hashanah. Those are very different things. A woman uncovering her hair in her chatzah is a much more private area, not in Rosh Hashanah. So he suggests, You know, it was Alpesa Al Alpesa Chatzera means when it's Rabbim are passing by. So therefore, it was the equivalent of a Rosh Hashanah. So anyway, Amr Lorrah, Kiva says, Lo You have not convinced me at all. We do not assess the make Bosha based on the Madrega of the misbayish. everyone has been Yaakov, and therefore you have to pay a significant postage payment and and i you're going to tell me but she embarrasses herself by taking off her own hair covering the asma of if one injures themselves if they self harm even though you're not allowed to do that it's usher but you don't have to pay you, you, don't know, you don't get punished you don't get malkus because the iser of Los Ashkis is only an on Ashkasos Elon and not another ashchasos. even though you're not allowed to destro- destroy things in general, that's only in Dravanon, but a Shechav Lubo, and yet if someone else assaults a person, Chayavim, then he has to pay. Uh, he absolutely has to pay. So, so too when it comes to Boshas. It could be that if a person embarrasses themselves, it's not right, okay? We don't, we don't think people should walk around embarrassing and humiliating themselves, but it's not nearly the same as someone else. Causing the uh, busha. and uh, If someone uh, chops down someone else's tree, even though he's not allowed to do that, it's a violation of los hashchis, of baltashchis. But he's patur because he could say that he was uh, he was kotzitz But if other people cut down your tree, then they do have to pay you that, that which they uh, that which they they, they cost you. Tosis points out. Well, wait a second. They violated the of los minatora. So shouldn't they get malchus for that? So why would they have to pay you? with? They shouldn't, if they're getting malchus, they shouldn't have to pay. So Tulsa says it, it must be that they didn't have a So if they didn't have a there's not going to be any malchus. Some mela they're going to have to pay. Furthermore, Tulsa might say that maybe we're assuming, like Shittus Shameh and Subhislam Beis, that lokinum that uh, sometimes you get malchus and you have to pay for something. But this Mishnah is, uh, is an important, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a critical line in the Mishnah where the Mishnah says that when a person is chovel in themselves, ain't no rashai. You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to be chovel yourself. Um, although you're not going to be punished for doing so. So uh, the question is what are the parameters of that? There are uh, two important chuvas that Moshe has on this topic of the Gedarim exactly of being chaval ba'atzmo. One about uh, don- not donating, about selling blood. It used to be that when you'd go give blood, they'd pay you. For the uh, for the blood, so Moshe was asked, "Are you allowed to do that?" A guy needed some money, so he wanted to go to a blood bank and give blood. So is that uh, is that is that permissible? So he starts off by saying, "Well, you're not allowed to be chovel yourself." even for money you're not allowed to violate Averro so uh, you know, for the few dollars they're going to give you, absolutely not, but then he said but wait, in the times of Chazal they had such a thing called HaKazazdam that people would do bloodletting all the time and bloodletting was considered to be something that was healthy so it's hard for me to imagine, says Ramosha that it went from being something that's healthy to being a Chavala, so it's not a Chavala and therefore it's a then uh, the second case that he speaks about, the famous chuva, is about plastic surgery that a woman uh, wants to get a nose job or something like that, so is that a violation of being so that he uses the Rambam's famous formulation where the Rambam writes if someone is chovel and somebody else, in a combative way, in a, in a humiliating way, that's a violation of Chavala But if the chavala is done in a way that's and not, then maybe it would not be a violation of chavala. Uh, he doesn't. He's not eager to say that everyone should run to get plastic surgery, but given certain circumstances, uh he's willing to be makel. So anyway, so says Mari Bayulhu. Malitsuri Tan or Mana Mindida Tan. We said in the in the Mishnah Rabbi Yosei is that if you shout in someone else's ear and you cause them busha, so uh, you pay me a zuz. What kind of zuz? Suri or Medina? It's an eight times difference between them. Right? Kesef Suri is worth eight times the value of Kesef Medina. So it is a huge difference. So Tashemash says, well, we'll bring a raya. There was a fellow that did this to his friend, Asal Kamed Rabi They went to Rabi the Nasiya Ha Anoa Ha Rabbi Yosei Yaglili, he said, I'm here. Rabbi Yosei here. You've got to give this guy Manatsuri. So you see clearly it's got to be Manatsuri. But what kind of sentence was that? I'm here. Rabbi Yosei what was he talking about? So it says there are two possibilities. My ha, Rabbi Yosei Yaglili, if he was saying as follows, "Ha I saw you do this crime." and you should know Lili, that it's So between my Eidos and Rabbi Yossi Aglieli Shita, you got to pay the Manatsuri, So wait, the de you're Eidos, you're the Dayan over here. Are you telling me that an ed is allowed to be a Dayan? V'atanya we have a brisla in Rosh Hashanah. Sanhedrin sharo and nefesh. Sanhedrin sees someone kill somebody. Rabbi Tarfan says some of them should serve as Edim, while others serve as the Dayanim, not the same people though they all serve as Edim because they all saw it you are going to need to find different people to be the Dayanim even Rabbi Tarfan who said that people who witnessed it could serve as Dayanim, that's only if they're not also serving as Edim in this case no one Says an aide is not a dayan that someone who's actually serving as an aide can be a dayan in the case as well. So how could it be that uh, that that Rabbi Re- Yudan was willing to be a dayan when he was also the aide? So says No, that price uh, that Rabbi Tarvin says that an aide uh, uh, can't be uh, uh, who's made can't be a dayan is somewhere where he witnessed the case at night where it wasn't time to be a dayan. But if you witnessed the case during the day where the the, the case could act actually happened, Then even Rabbi Ta- then Rabbi Tifer would agree that an aid can be a dayan. So that's one possibility of what he meant when he said "Ha ano ha Rabbi Yossi He meant I'm an aid and the dayan, and Rabbi Yossi Aglieli is the sheet that holds you pay a m- Kesef Tzuri. The Ibai say Mach or he might have meant to say "Ha ano desvulei Rabbi Yossi Aglieli." I am a Dayan who happens to hold, like Rabbi Yosei Aglili, Daber Manatsuri, Vasadi, Dimasadibach. And aside from me, there happen to be Aiden that testify that uh, you did this. And therefore, Zil Havli Manatsuri, and therefore you should pay him Manatsuri. So, Savarabi Kiva, Akiva Savarabi Kiva, nasa dayan. Wait, does Rabbi Kiva hold that an Aid cannot be a Dayan? Is that really true? Vatanya, we have another brisa that the Passock talks about being Chaval Bechavaru, and it says, Vihika Ish Esre Ehu Be'even O Be'egrov, so Shimonatim. Omer Ma egrof miyuchad just like the egrof is miyuchad in that you're able to bring it to Beisdin in order for the Dayanim to assess should this fist have caused this damage the, you know, does this make sense that this amount of force and this would have caused this to happen and if it doesn't make sense then we can't be him because it's not something that he could have foreseen that that extent of damage would have been caused so too by any davar amazik you need to bring the weapon to Bezdin so Bezdin can make an assessment whether it makes sense. And therefore, if an evan was used to harm someone, and we lost the evan, there is nothing that Basin can do to assess the case. So I am going to, to respond back. Really, you need you need the weapon that did the damage. Did Basin see all the other details? How many times he struck him with that evan? Where on his body he hit him? Whether it was a vulnerable part of the body or not. Furthermore, what if there was no rep- weapon? what if he shoved him off of a rooftop So does Bezden have to go to the rooftop or the rooftop after to be brought to Bezden the building has to be brought to Bezden and what if that building that he was shoved off of has since collapsed do they have to now rebuild it so that Bezden can look at it that's ridiculous Ella, what you see clearly is that basin does not have to make an assessment of the weapon that did the damage. It's only the Edim who saw the damage happen that have to make that assessment, whether this makes sense. That there was vicious criminal intent over here of what this guy was trying to do. So the it's only if the Edim didn't get a good look at the weapon that even the Edim at the time of the crime didn't get a good look at the weapon, then the guy is going to be pottered. But bottom line is... He said, Rabbi Kiva said, did it happen in front of Bezdin, that Bezdin could know these things? Sounds like if it did happen in front of Bezdin, nasa dayan. There's still a lot to be a dayan. So you see that an aid is nasa dayan. So says Gemara. you're right. That ta'ina that he didn't happen in front of Bezdin is according to Rabbi Shimon uh, uh, But Rabbi Kiva himself does not hold that way. He holds that even if it was Bethlehem they cannot be a Dayan because ain't aid nas a Dayan okay that's from tomorrow we'll pick up with Tan Rabbanon